The following program is brought to you by Total Theater Online. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the staff or management of WGBB. You're listening to the station that serves your community, 1240 WGBB. And now it's time for Dave's Gone By with David Lefkowitz. Well, there goes the neighborhood. Welcome, everybody, to Dave's Gone By on this March 31st, 2005, episode number 121. And it's a very busy little episode indeed. And as always, it's music, it's talk, it's comedy. It's what I do every week on AM 1240 WGBB and live streaming on the web at AM 1240 WGBB.com. Tonight, special guests in the studio, one of whom will ring a bell for longtime fans of the program. Last year, a musician by the name of Soda paid us a visit to talk about one of the bands he's in, a folk rock duet called One Last November. Well, Soda is a man of many bands, and his other concurrent project is a trio, a little more in the rock vein. Soda is a cool dude, and the band members seem really nice, so this evening we'll be giving you a listen to His Mighty Robot. They have a brand new EP out, four songs on it, of which we'll hear at least one, plus they brought their instruments and we'll be doing an acoustic number or two right here, just for us, His Mighty Robot. And by the way, We've been keeping tabs on some of the other guests who have been on Days Gone By the past few months, and we'll let you know what they're up to later in the show. Also, on tonight's episode, Inside Broadway. You know, we were hit with so many late winter snowstorms that spring kind of crept up on us all of a sudden. And suddenly, all these Broadway shows were opening. So if you're trying to keep track or figure out which ones are worth buying tickets to go see, Give a listen to Inside Broadway, sponsored by Performing Arts Insider Theater Magazine. And remember that helping sponsor the entire show is Hewlett Minuteman Press. For all your printing, photocopying, booklet making, binding, and other paperific needs, Hewlett Minuteman Press. So thanks, everybody, for joining us in an hour of smart talk, silly talk, special talk, and music. I'm Dave Lefkowitz, the host of Dave's Gone By, and have been since October 2002. I would have hosted it long before then, but it didn't exist, which would have made syndication virtually impossible and promotion rather pointless. But now we're both pointed and possible and self-rated DGB-13, kind of our equivalent of the movie's PG-13. No nudity, no four-letter words, no shocking scatology or sexual explicitness, and for that, I apologize. But I'll do my best to compensate with a fun show, an eclectic show, and a show that gets started right after this. Okay, so your business proposal has been typed, proofread, photoshopped, and given a nice cover. Now, all you need is 20 spiral-bound copies, plus a thousand copies of your latest brochure on special paper. Your Xerox can't do it. Your mailroom can't do it. Hewlett Minuteman Press can do it all. Your one-stop printing shop, Minuteman, 1315 Broadway in Hewlett, open six days a week, 10% off for Dave's Gone By listeners. Family-owned Minuteman. Their service can't be duplicated. Inside Broadway, brought to you by Total Theater's Performing Arts Insider, your everything theater guide. 
Although we're only two weeks into the season, we're certainly in the thick of Broadway's springtime cavalcade of productions. The past 14 days alone have seen the opening of Jackie Mason's Freshly Squeezed, the musicals All Shook Up and Monty Python's Spamalot, and revivals of The Glass Menagerie and Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf. But that's just the beginning. Shows opening in the week ahead include Steel Magnolias, that's a revival of Robert Harling's tear-jerking comedy, Julie Roberts and Sally Field and Olympia Dukakis were all in the movie version, also opening in the next few days, speaking of movie stars, Denzel Washington, playing Brutus in Julius Caesar. It's the first time Caesar's been done on Broadway since 1950. Shakespeare plays are a lot rarer on Broadway these days, since they require such big casts, and unless they're trimmed, often run more than three hours, which gets into serious union overtime. So it'll be interesting to see if having a movie star in Caesar reverses the trend of the disappearing bard. Unlikely since Broadway hasn't exactly been hospitable to non-musicals, old or new, for the past couple of seasons. Of all the shows left to open before the season officially ends, in early May, only two are straight plays. The Pillow Man, an English import from the bloke who wrote The Beauty Queen of Lenan, and a drama opening tonight at the Walter Kerr Theatre. I'll tell you what it is in a moment. But first, a reminder that you could be on top of all this theater information. What's opening? What's closing? Who's coming to town in which show? What's exciting to see on and off and off, off Broadway? All this information and much, much more can be yours every month in the pages of Performing Arts Insider. For 60 years, Performing Arts Insider has been a bible of the entertainment industry. Theater professionals keep it on their desks. Theater lovers keep it in their libraries. You will not find a more comprehensive, accurate, or easy-to-read theater guide than Performing Arts Insider. Available from the website TotalTheater.com for less than $12 a month for Dave's Gone By listeners. People pay a lot more for it. You don't have to. So if you love theater and want a magazine that cares about it as much as you do, visit TotalTheater.com and click on Performing Arts Insider. Every issue is like an opening night. And it is, in fact, opening night tonight, March 31st, at the Walter Kerr Theater for a new play by John Patrick Shanley. He's best known for writing Danny in the Deep Blue Sea and the very funny Psychopathia Sexualis, and most of all, the Oscar-winning screenplay for Moonstruck. But this new play is no romantic little comedy. It's called Doubt, and it's about a showdown in a Catholic junior high school between a hard-as-nails nun and the priest she suspects of being a little too friendly with the children. Doubt received rave reviews when it premiered off-Broadway at Manhattan Theatre Club this past winter. Critics loved the cast as much as the play, with the amazing Cherry Jones getting even more kudos to add to her formidable scrapbook. With controversial subjects and dark themes a rarity in the current Broadway economy, will Doubt have the clout to stick it out? Find out by surfing TotalTheater.com, reading Performing Arts Insider, and listening every week on Dave's Gone By to Inside Broadway. We've just been Inside Broadway with Total Theater and Performing Arts Insider. 
Hey baby, for a good time, don't call me. Read Dave Lepkowitz's book, Marriage, Babies, and the End of the World. It's got all these funny comedies in it. They make you laugh, they make you think, they make you... Ooh, Marriage, Babies, and the End of the World. 516-295-1511 or davesgoneby.com If you like Dave on the air, you love him between the covers. Welcome back to Dave's Gone By on AM 1240 WGBB in Freeport, New York and live streaming on the web at AM 1240 WGBB.com and I'm here with someone who has been on the program I believe twice already and he's also gotten me another very cool Canadian guest and we don't often let Canadians on this program but for, for this man I'm making an exception he's a really nice guy and he's involved in a couple of different bands and the one that I have here tonight is called His Mighty Robot and uh, the fella's name is, is His Mighty Robot is not a terribly strange name for a band but um, people who've heard my show know that my guest's name is Soda S-O. D-A. And he wants to explain why he took that name, and I'd like him to do that again, because it was kind of cute. It, it's very strange. Um, it's very strange. Well, no, it stems from basically, I guess, The Outsiders, uh, that movie, and I've had that for like 10 years now. And basically, I guess, because my group of friends were like The Outsiders in high school. Oh, but you also said there was like a, a, a catchphrase that you had with it, that it's like... Uh, Oh, it's, it's like a... Soda. Kind of, yeah. Love it. That's the phrase. <laughs> oh, no, it's a new one. But good. good. Anyway, we have Soda here. We also have with us, let's see, Heather, who is a singer-guitarist in the group. She's actually... She What's goes right? by H, H. Rocker. H. Rocker. That's her rock star persona that we, uh... That we... No, we, we, we let her have because she, uh... We, we keep her in line, so we dub her H Rocker for the H project. H Rocker, okay. <laughs> and sitting next to H Rocker is Barrett. Is there another funny name for Barrett? Yeah, that's it. Oh, that's Barrett. That's my name. Biatch. I'm with it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, they, they actually have a road band groupie, Biatch, and he's yeah. taking pictures <laughs> he's as here. we speak. Close what friend is, of the band. His name is Paul. Paul, let's get you on mic because you're not going to be on much for it because Paul wants to start to talk. Again, but. the disclaimer is short man. He is short man. That that is his name. Paul, this Paul George, thing I don't understand. See him lurking. But here he is. Here he is. Short man. That's worse than Beyonce. Well, yeah. I'm afraid to really say anything because they might harm me when I leave. So <laughs> smart man. <laughs> smart man. Often, so we can beat him up as much as we want. Okay. Well. Well. Thank you, Paul. Thank you all for being here from his mighty robot. And one of the reasons that you're doing this promotion and this publicity is that you've got an EP coming out, a four-song CD sampler, which is available from, I assume there's a hismightyrobot.com? There sure is. .com or .tv. T- th- TV. Oh, TV. Like TV.com. Yeah. They both lead you to the same delicious place. So what... <laughs> delicious place, indeed. What, um... How did this band form, and what kind of music is it? Uh, this band formed, I guess. I was in a band for about six years, and uh, that broke up. It was called Violet Daydream. Let me get that in there. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Uh, then that broke up, and I kind of took some time off and didn't know what to do. So I started writing some stuff. And um, I went through a couple members before. Uh, me, me and H. Rocker had been friends, actually, for a while. We worked at a record store together. And uh, we kind of reconnected, and I was like, I'm doing this. Come over. Check it out. She came. It was instantaneous. I mean, I knew that she would, you know, work well with me, because I know she's ultra-talented. And um, so we just started... Uh, you know, she was starting to learn the tunes that I had. And we went through a bunch of member changes. We fought to keep 
the band alive pretty much to bring it where it is today. And Barrett, we got about 10 months ago, I guess. And uh, we How were kind of... How did you get involved in, in... Well, actually, our, our road bitch has a lot to do with it. He's going to end up being the star of the interview just I by... Uh, short <laughs> man. I've known the short man for, for quite a few years now, and he was friends with Soda at the very same record shop that he met H. Rocker at. And I used to work with him at a previous job over at uh, Pearl Art Supplies. And so we knew each other. He knew Soda and, and H. Rocker. And he introduced us, and so I've known Soda for quite a while. I knew him when he worked at the record store. And this is a Long Island record. I mean, you're yeah, a Long Island record, band, you know, not yeah, from yeah. New York thing or from Cleveland or something. We all we all kind of we all kind of knew each other for a long time, actually, but didn't. We were kind of more like acquaintances, I guess. Cool. And now we have uh, gelled with the music. Well, what what are the musical influences that I know? This where you. The osmosis where the sound came from. What were you all listening to that it all said, oh, I listened to that too. We want to do yeah, that. We, well, the three of us, we, we have a lot of various influences. We li- we're very, very into music in general, and we listen to everything, really. But, I mean, I guess our common influences are like the Smashing Pumpkins and The Cure. Big on The Cure. I've just Big started listening cure. to The Cure. Just now? Well, yeah, I never got it. because the makeup never threw me. Great. I don't like men in makeup. It really oh, man, I'm tame today. I should have worn my eyeliner or something. Yeah, you did <laughs> another time, and I nearly threw you out of the studio. But, you know, no, <laughs> no it's not that kind of thing. It's just, I never could get into And suddenly, um, disintegration, when, especially yeah. when they mentioned on the South Park episode. Oh, yeah. And, the and then there's the other one, the um, that trilogy that he did. Bloodflowers, kiss me, kiss Bloodflowers. me, kiss me. First song on Bloodflowers mm. is just killing me, man. It's great. Yeah, they're, they're great. All right, but it's not a cure interview. They're not yeah, Robert they're Smith famous. Is they don't need the plug, you know. Yeah, but so is, is that what you draw from when you all write together, or does some do Soga you write the lyrics, or how does that all work? I write the words. Okay. And, uh, you know, I mean, if there's like a basic idea that I have on guitar or something, I'll just throw it out there and we'll just play with it you know okay well let's let's hear a song to hear what you guys are all about what do you want to play for us first uh we'll do the tune that uh is on our on our ep called birth that uh you will hear off of the open your mind ep on your show regularly off the ep and we'll play it acoustic for you here right now sounds good here's birth from his mighty robot two three four Glam, glam, glam to the top 
Just birthed a song here from his mighty robot. Oh, I, I'm, I always have such trouble with these segues, but I'm not having trouble with having this really cool bunch of folks in the studio with me. I've got Soda, who is kind of the lead singer, sort of the, the organizer of the band. I've got Barrett, who plays the percussion and any other instrument. I mean, I saw you pick up his guitar before, but are you being the No, I'm, I'm just the drummer in the band, yeah. Just um, uh, yeah. drummer. Give the drummer some! Yeah. <laughs> And then there's H-Rock. Rock or H-Rocker? Who is... Uh, how old are you? You look about... She's 87. She's 87. Uh, she looks uh, amazing. Yeah. I'm 22. Good God, really. Okay. Yeah, I look really super young right now. <laughs> and your guitar and vocal also. Yes. And... You, you mentioned that again, the songs are a group effort with you doing the lyrics. I mean, how does it happen? You come with a poem and... That, or do you have the melody in mind, or do you get the melody? How does it really come together? 
Um, well, like on the song we just heard, On Birth, let's say. How did that happen? Well, that was the absolute first His Mighty Robot song that I, I, I wrote in my old living room at my old house. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I said, you know, Heather joined me when I had about four or five tunes written. And uh, it was instantaneous, you know, and I mean, she basically salvaged my other guitar parts that I had written. Because I was working with another guy that was a total dope, and he, he had to go. And so this is it, that this is the way it's staying. And if, I don't know, yeah, that's it, this is it. His Mighty Robot is the three of us, for sure. So let me ask, and also you guys can, can join in on this, as far as, okay, you have a band, you rehearse, you've got some songs, now you want to get heard and beyond just the next-door neighbor's backyard party. I mean, what does that really entail, <clears throat> time-wise? Financially, I mean, I, I'm assuming none of you is independently wealthy, although I, am. I certainly hope so. Not yet, not yet. We're still playing the lot. So that's the thing. I mean, how do you really build? We, we've been producing everything ourselves out of our own pocket at this point. Um, this whole CD is, is straight out of our daytime jobs, you know, and we, we all work full-time jobs. Heather teaches guitar. And, you know, Soda and I, we, we sit in our offices and, and grind away all day just looking forward to practice afterward and playing shows. We're, now that the CD's out, we're going to be playing all the time. So if you go to our website, you know, we'll have tons of shows listed, and we guarantee you'll have a great time because we rock. Yeah, we really do. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> well, These what two are pretentious, job? aren't they? I don't know. I would um, be very curious. I mean, like, what do you day do jobs? Yeah. We work, I guess, in entertainment-related oh, jobs, yeah. but uh, it's not like how we would want to be involved in the entertainment industry, which would be this band is how we would want to be involved. So, Musically. how many hours per week would you say that you set aside for the band? Uh, I don't know. Lately, it's been uh, it's, it's kind of endless, really. Yeah, it's I mean, taking it's over. Been, like night, just practices really. alone, you know, takes up a lot of time. But other than that, you know. Uh, Putting the website up alone was a, a huge task, right. and uh, I really didn't know what I was doing when I started. I, I designed the website myself. I'm really big into art as well, and it's, it's come a long way, that's for sure. Yeah. It's been a lot of time. You did know. you do the poster, by the way? Yes, they brought yes, in did. this really, really good-looking, nice poster. Yeah, for, we, we did a yeah. photo shoot uh, basically when I first joined the band with them, and uh, I kind of just combined a lot of the photos that uh, Christine Austin was the photographer and uh, she did a great job with us, and, you know, you'll see the posters. They look great, and it's the same picture on the inside of the CD. And uh, it looks great. Everything looks great. It's There's so much involved, you know, just getting on the street, handing flyers out, getting the word out. Were you guys in other bands, Barrett and H. Rocker? Well, H. Rocker was. She can tell you about that. I was in a band called Pinky Swear for a few years, and I was also in a band... Um called Code 50 a long time ago, but yeah, um, both of those bands are no longer, are no longer existing, unfortunately. <laughs> now, when, when you come from other bands like that, do you ever bring songs or material from it, or does that go in the trunk and that's just an old life and you have to do something brand new for the new band? Well, sometimes they, sometimes they spill over into new bands, but a majority of the time, you know, you try to, to not really blend the two, but occasionally it, it can work. Okay. I know for the majority of us, it seems all of our, our past bands or past people that we've played with, they've always seemed to have been different styles altogether. So anything that we would have done in the past wouldn't really seem to fit with what we're doing now anyway. 
So, um, yeah, I'd say everything is really fresh and new for all three of us. Actually, I didn't get really a time frame on all this, of like how long you guys have been together and when you started working together and getting the songs down. Um, January 2003, I started this. Mm -hmm. And um, it is what it is now, you know. It didn't start off like this. I mean, it's been changing. And like I said, I think this is the way it's going to stay. Funny thing about this band is that the three of us are actually all Gemini's. Oh, okay. So, so uh, there's really six of us. In the band. <laughs> Thanks for stealing my joke. <laughs> <laughs> could, you, could you step away from the mic and have Road Bitch come in? You, you, you gotta be quicker than that, Dave. You know, that was a given. Uh, there's probably more than six. If I were a rich man, I could do the Dave's Gone Buy Show for years and years and never have to worry about money. But that's not the way things have worked out. So I need your help. You can help me by helping yourself by advertising or sponsoring segments on Dave's Gone By. It's easy, it's cheap. Just go to davesgoneby.com and see the rate card, davesgoneby.com, and bring your message to my listeners and make us both rich. WGBB, the place for you and me. We're one big family. And let me make one thing clear. There's so many shows to hear. Like Joyce Keller, the radio psychic. Wednesdays, 11 p.m., she's one fine, uncanny chick. And then there's Mike Shamari's Instrumental Invasion. Thursdays at 8, it's sweeping the nation. And Friday's at 6, if you can't get a date, there's Bonnie D. Graham telling you how to mate. Saturday nights, the Mikey and Jimmy show. For rock and roll comedy, the place to go. And make sure to listen on Sundays, too. At 7 p.m., it's Joe Salzo's Worldview. So many programs on 1240 AM. If you had half a brain, you tune in to them. Yes, WGBB is the place to listen all week long. Joyce Keller, Wednesdays at 11. Mike Shimeri with Smooth Jazz, Thursdays at 8. Long Island's Dating with Bonnie D. Graham, Friday nights at 6. Mikey and Jimmy, 5.30 on Saturday nights. And Politics on Worldview with Joe Saldone, Sundays at 7. So if you love Dave's Gone By, give these other shows a try. They serve your community. If you listen, you'll know why. They're groovy and that's no lie. Come on now, don't be... Hey, this is Soda. This is Barrett. This is H. Rocker. We are His Mighty Robot, and you're listening to the Dave's Gone By show on WGBB 1240 AM. Rock! So, um, what... And I, I asked you this, I think, last time about a different outfit that you're involved in, Soda, but what do you, where do you see this band, hopefully, in a year, three years... Five years. Um, I just hope it's still together, really. Um, okay. Whatever happens, happens. I mean, we're honest about what we do, and I think that shows through the music, and I think that's an appealing trait to have. Right. And, uh, you know, I mean, we're workers, so we're, we're, we're all over the place in the spring, this spring. Um, the CD's coming out, you know, yeah. I'm on the phone. Yeah, the CD's <laughs> literally imminent. Yeah. The phone, the web, the street, we're all over it, you know, and it's it's just, I mean, we hope that it will be taken to the next level, I guess, ultimately. But if it doesn't, um, you know, we're impacting on some people right now. 
mean, so, oh, I mean, you're, you know, the people who hear you like the music. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whether it's it stays kind of tiny or it gets gigantic. Yeah, there's, there's definitely been a lot of positive feedback from everyone that we've played this stuff for, and everyone who's come out to our shows. They definitely like what we're doing, and and there's definitely room for it in music today. That we really don't feel there's anyone out there doing what we're doing. And I know that's kind of cliche to say right now, but it, I, I honestly believe it. You know, we, the three of us have such varying influences, and the, the three of us together just are, are creating something unique and different. And uh, I think a lot of people will, will like what we're doing. Any um, fun or weird or strange live performance stories? Well, oh, here we go. Here's I want to tell you. I wonder what this is. Yeah, um, Kay. I, I, this is not special. Kay, what the heck is this? H rocker. Why do you think it's Kay? Yeah. Soda has a um a weird thing. He likes to tackle me at the end of every show. It's like <laughs> can't say I blame him. Okay, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, but um. <laughs> Yeah, he um, he tackles me at the end of every show. So even if you know you don't like the music, you should come just to <laughs> or see. Or there's him. some kicking going on or something. It's <laughs> just, just to see him tackle you know, me on stage is quite funny. <laughs> yeah, the, sta- the stage the stage is like a blank canvas, you know. And right. So when we're on there, we're creating. So it's got to be. I mean, You're del- football. Del- <laughs> delivering the music is one thing, you know. But I like. I mean, I personally, I'm an entertainer. Yeah, so okay, I like cool. to just get up there and, you know, give people what they want, really. And that, that's a show. I mean, deliver good product to the show. I get bruises sometimes because he kicks me. She and, gets and bruises. Kick no, it's, it's, it's really, it's really hey, funny. She gives it right back to me. I it's really all right. Do, it's all, yeah. it's all part of... I have to get up from behind the set, come around and separate them because they, they just go at it. And I'm like, listen, we're here to play a show, guys. Come on. Well, are you... Too, I mean, you seem a little cozy or... No, 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 no it's no, just fan she, stuff. She's my little sister, you know. Yeah. Um, no. Are, are you really? No, no, no. no, no, no. <laughs> Gotcha. No, we're just sitting close because we're sharing the mic. I gotcha. Yeah, no, that's cool. <laughs> well, yeah, they, they, that don't, they don't want to sit next to me ever, though. That does lead to the personal life stuff, you know, the stuff that DJs are supposed to ask. So <laughs> if you've got X amount of time going to the day job and then all the rest of your time going to either sleep or this, what personal lives do you have? Is anybody married here? Is anybody a uh, serious relationship? Is anybody, you know, just going behind the back with a dog because, you know, you're desperate? <laughs> well... <laughs> I don't think anybody in the band is into bestiality, really. Yet. I mean, we're for... It anim- is entertaining. It's we're for animal do. rights, but, uh... <laughs> you know, yeah, we all have... We well, can do an animal I mean, wrong now I mean, if the dog is into it, then... Yeah, there you go. That's cool. Just tackle one. No, 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 not yeah. really. I'm sorry. That was wrong. But, but, semi-seriously, what about it? I mean, we have uh, personal lives outside of the band and work, of course. I mean, otherwise... I mean, it, it would just be too, too crazy. It's crazy now. But do they mm. resent the fact that no every no. minute? And if no, if not at all. if they did, it it just it, it would have to probably be severed because uh, mm. that needs to be respected. Like I would respect their business of art. You know. Cool. What about you guys? Um, yeah. Well, yeah. I'm in a relationship right now, and she's actually in the music industry too, and she totally loves what we're doing and she thinks that it's going to take off and she's very very supportive of it and she she's been giving me a lot of advice about it because she's actually in the industry and so she's been very very supportive and I, I thank her for that and uh what about you well 
I don't know. I kind of. It is a dog, isn't it? Yeah. No. (laughs) I I have to agree with Soda because um, I'm a music teacher, and then I, you know, when I'm outside of my job, I'm doing music, and it's kind of pretty much the only thing I do. So if someone who I was in a serious relationship didn't really respect that, it would definitely not work very well. So. It would create way too much. Uh, I don't even know if tension would be the word. It would just be way too much of a problem. And yeah. e- and aside from all that, if you're spending all this time on your music and rehearsing and preparing your songs and all that, is there time to listen openly to new music, other people's music, or is Absolutely. it all like people handing you cassettes and saying, oh, our stuff is so good, co-, and you're like, great, something else to listen to? No, because when... Yeah. There's, like, never really dead air in our lives, I don't think. I mean, if we're driving, mm-hmm. you know, we've got yeah. something on. And, like, as for for new music, I mean, we're constantly finding it. You know, I've been listening to this new band called Kazi, and that's my friend Chadwick. He's been in a band called Seed, so I'll make sure that Chad gets a copy of this, so he can be so proud that I plugged his new band, what, Kazi. What about you guys? What are you listening to? Not Smashing Pumpkins old stuff, but... As far as newer bands are concerned, I, I find myself listening to a lot of uh, this band called Long Wave. They're from New York as well. Um, I tried to catch them live a couple weeks ago, but it was sold out. It was over in Brooklyn, and but they're really good. They're very mellow, kind of uh, Interpol-y kind of sounding, but uh, I I think they're really good. There's I I listen to music all the time. I listen to music when I'm at work. I listen to music in the car on the way home from work. For sure. I listen yeah. to music when I'm in my bed going to sleep. Like I there's music playing constantly all the time. So it's basically like a Scientology meeting. <laughs> but um, do you want to answer that question, uh, H. Rocker? I'm finally remembering that name. Okay. Um, I agree. I listen to music all day, but it's kind of different because at my job, I, I teach music all day. So yeah. actually, I find that when I get into my car, I, I, lately I haven't been listening to music. I have to kind of rest my ears, honestly. And you have time to read. Also. You have time to read oh, books. and sure. That's, you know. It's like, I guess we live, like, the artsy-fartsy life without actually, like, being on, like, a house on a hill, yeah. Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of art and music put together, God, another crappy segue. That, that's the one thing I still have to learn after two and a half years of uh, radio, of making smooth transitions. But I want to get another song from you guys in here. Um, again, this one is on the EP, but you're going to do it live. What, what is it? This, uh, this song actually is not on the EP. We okay. figured that we'd uh, give you and the audience a little something different. It's a song that's going to be on a future full length. It's called Play Pretend. Play Pretend is the name of the song. That was Soda Talking. Just reminding everybody, I'm here with his mighty robot. They do have an EP coming out called Open Your Mind, which you can uh, find out about at their website. On the website at www.hismightyrobot.com or .tv. It takes to the same place. Great. I want to thank all of you, by the way, for coming to the neighborhood. It's been great talking to you. Wishing you best of luck with the band. Oh, I forgot about Road Bitch. (laughs) (laughs) You want to get any last last words in here? Famous last words, although they might not be the last. This building isn't going to be standing for much longer. <laughs> <laughs> well, we Uh-oh. all know that. It's We're amazing. See, now, still here. now, if it falls down tonight or something, you got him on tape saying, saying that. that yeah. So at least we're off the hook. Giving you a good scapegoat. That's all. He's a oh, yeah. he's a tiny kid. I don't know if he'll fare too well in jail. Okay. <laughs> How did we get on that topic? I don't know, but you guys have a song to do. Thanks again for being in the neighborhood. Thank you, Dave. Play, 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 pretend. Play pretend. We will do that. Play pretend in your head 
To me. No, I mean, listen to me on Compact Disc, where bunches of past episodes of Dave's Gone By are yours to hear over and over again. Comedy sketches like the Baghdad Elections and Handyman Yoni, guests like Neil Sedaka and Karen Grasley, puns, politics, and punchlines, all just $14 a disc, shipping included. Visit davesgoneby.com for all the details, or call 516-295-1511 for me on CD. What do the letters DFSX stand for? They stand for Dave's Gone By, that's what, because DFSXRadio.com is rebroadcasting vintage episodes of Dave's Gone By every Thursday night at 8 and 11 Eastern Time. So, you hear me on GBB, and then listen to me on DFSXRadio.com every Thursday night at 8 and 11. It's all the Dave you can ever want, kind of. Welcome back to Dave's Gone By on this last Thursday in March. Wow, doesn't it feel like just the other day we were getting hit with snowstorm after snowstorm and wondering when winter would end. And now, on Sunday, we're turning clocks forward an hour and doing Passover shopping. April is going to be a pretty exciting month on Dave's Gone By. Apart from the usual brilliant wit and commentary you've come to expect, I've also got more neat guests visiting the neighborhood, including a Long Island playwright who is having a play done out in Los Angeles, and one of the stars of that play, as well as its director. Now, the director is Stephen Tobolowski, a character actor you might know from Groundhog Day, or uh, he now has a recurring role on Deadwood. And the lead actress is the one and only Julie Haggerty. Yup, the adorable bitch from Airplane. She will be a guest on Dave's Gone By in early April, along with playwright Danny Arcieri, college biology teacher by day, rising playwright by night. And they're all going to be on this show. And after that, now this isn't 100% confirmed, but if it happens, it's going to kick butt. One of the seminal creators of New Wave, one of the, you know, out of the punk movement, sprang a bunch of post-punk progressive performers like uh, Elvis Costello, The Pretenders, Ian Dury, Nick Lowe, The Buzzcocks, The Clash, and hopefully the fellow that we'll be meeting sometime in mid-April. So for gosh sakes, if you've only recently discovered Dave's Gone By, maybe from surfing the dial or hearing repeats on live365.com, April is a really good time to keep your early Thursday evenings open for this show. And tell your friends wherever they live, because they can hear WGBB on the Internet at am1240wgbb.com, and they can hear all those older shows I mentioned just by going to my aforementioned website, 
DavesGoneBy.com. 8 o'clock and 11 o'clock every Thursday night, DFSX Radio on Live365.com plays a classic Dave. It's free. All you need is a computer, a speaker, and a pair of ears. Or uh, one ear. Actually, let's not be greedy. And don't forget to give an ear to my other show on Thursday nights, Fill Her Up, 9 to 10 on WGBB, after Mike Shimeri's smooth jazz show, Instrumental Invasion. Unlike Dave's Gone By, which is mostly talk, <laughs> as you can hear, Fill Her Up is all music. I get to play DJ for an hour, which is a dream come true for a radio geek like me. And tonight, the music could not be cooler. Jimmy Cliff, Muddy Waters, that old Rue Serge Gainsbourg, and an extended set from Richard Thompson. 9 p.m., right here, hosted by me on AM 1240 WGBB. And now, before we go, I want to give a shout-out to a guest from February 2004, Jamie DeRoy, the High Priestess of Cabaret MCs, or some title like that, the tireless producer and hostess, is back doing her cabaret nights last Thursdays of the month. Now they're at the Encore Room, a relatively new venue on West 47th Street. Jamie hosts the show, and each night she gets an amazing array of major names to do a song or two or three. The next performance is, well, tonight. Serves her right for doing it when my show's on. But the next couple are April 28th, May 26th, and June 30th, the last Thursdays of the month. And again, the list of folks that she has scheduled to appear over the series includes Heather McRae, Emily Skinner, Sydney Meyer, Glory Crampton, Anne Crum, Julie Gold, Maud Maggart. Now, she's been getting a lot of attention on the cabaret circuit, and not just because her sister is Fiona Apple. Um, who else? David Buskin, the Accidentals vocal group. So for more information, check Jamie DeRoy's website, jamiederoy.com. That's J-A-M-I-E-D-E. R-O-Y. And there are no periods in there, except for the dot-com dot. And Jamie has also released a new CD. Again, mostly her cabaret chums doing the singing. It's called When I Grow Up, featuring songs either about childhood or specifically for children. I don't have time to play a track tonight, but suffice to say, you've got Debbie Gravit doing Cruella de Vil, Emily Lesser singing I Don't Want to Be a Tree in the School Play, and Julia Murney singing Beautiful Dreamer, but not the Stephen Foster tune. So if you're interested in When I Grow Up on Harbinger Records, go to jamiederoy.com. And don't forget, if you're in a CD-buying mood, I've got a bunch of them. Nearly every episode of Dave's Gone By, from the very first one back in October 2002, is preserved on Compact Disc. In fact, this very episode will be available on CD in just a day or two. So, if you want an hour of entertaining radio, or 121 hours of entertaining radio on CD, this is the place to turn. Discs are 14 bucks. That includes all shipping and handling, and cheaper if you buy more than one. And for an extra dollar, they're personally autographed. No hand-stamped facsimiles from this radio, Rahim. For all the info, go to my website, davesgoneby.com. And that is also the place to find out about my book, Marriage, Babies, and the End of the World, available in hardcover and trade paperback. And even if you don't want to buy anything, just visit the website to find out more about the show, see some pictures, see what we've done in the past, visit the links of our many guests, such as October Project, 
our good friends in that extraordinary, beautiful band. They were on our show about a year and a half ago. They've been huddled in the studio working on their first full-length CD in nearly a decade, but they've been coming out to tour, and a couple of times a year they do these intimate New York loft concerts. It's a big apartment, great acoustics, and they do a full set with a full band. Their special guest is folk singer Sylvia Tosin, and they even have a magician, Ben Robinson, as an opening act. There's wine and cheese. It's really, really special. And once they finally get that album out, they'll be playing places like Town Hall and B.B. King's, and you won't even get to see them in that kind of setting much longer. So if you've never been, go see October Project. They're doing a loft concert tomorrow night, Friday, April 1st. I think tickets are still available. So visit octoberproject.net, octoberproject.net, and get your tickets there. And tickets are also available for jazz guitarist Dustin Ehrlich, a good friend from junior high and high school, making a name for himself on the music scene. He's playing at 169 Bar on East Broadway, just across from Canal Street on April 4th. That's this Monday. New material and songs from his CD, A Distant Star. Dustin just won the Manhattan Guitarmageddon competition, (laughs) sponsored by Guitar Center Stores. Apparently, that's a pretty big hoo-ha in those circles. And the judges included members of the bands Foreigner and Bad Company. Well, maybe not the greatest rock groups in the world, but these are session musicians with serious chops. And they voted Dustin numero uno. So, congratulations to Dustin Ehrlich, playing April 4th at 169 East Broadway in Manhattan. Visit DustinErlich.com for more about the gig. And catch author Larry Quachi. He was on the show two weeks ago talking about his book, A Very Good Year. It's a memoir of his teen years. Very funny and very dark as he coped with virginity, drugs, abuse, cancer, and euthanasia at the semi-tender age of 17. He read a small passage from the book on the show. But if you want to hear more and have him autograph a copy, catch one of his upcoming readings in April. Larry's at the Barnes & Noble on Miracle Mile in Manhattan, Wednesday, April 13th, and then two readings in Manhattan, April 21st at the Small Press Center, 20 West 44th Street, and April 26th at the Unitarian Church on Lexington Avenue and East 80th Street. If you go to a averygoodyear.net, you can get all that information, plus more about the book, or you can order it online at averygoodyear.net. You know, when I had Larry on, I had read about a third of the book and kind of liked it. It's very fast-moving and breezily written. And you know how after you've had a guest on, you kind of put aside their stuff because the interview's over and you're moving on to the next thing. But I have kept Larry's book and kept reading it. I'm more than halfway through now, and it's a really nice read. I like it even more as it goes along. So again, thanks to Larry Quachi for visiting the neighborhood on March 10th. Visit him at those readings and check out the website, averygoodyear.net. And last but not least of things to do, see Neil Innes. We had that great interview with him late last year, and now with Spamalot on Broadway, I'm sure there'll be expanded interest in his delightful musical career. He's got a brand new album out, and he's coming back to the East Coast in April for a week, first to play the Beatlefest at New Jersey Crown Plaza, that's April 8th through the 10th, 
And then the big one, BritFest 2005, a celebration of British theater, comedy, music, and culture. I'm pretty excited about that because Total Theater and Dave's Gone By are helping sponsor that special night. Monday, April 11th, at the Cabaret Club, Dillon's, 245 West 54th Street. There'll also be staged readings, short British plays, and lots of live music after Neil's set. I'll be there. I may even take part a little bit, so that is a biggie. April 11th at Dillon's on West 54th Street. I think most of the proceeds go to Tsunami Relief. For more info, call the club at 212-307-9797. 212-307-9797. Wow, it's amazing that as this program gets older and more established, there are more and more connections and people to plug and thank. As always, though, I thank program director Tom Ross for being really cool and letting me do my thing, both now and on Filler Up. Thank you to my loyal and lovely sponsors, Hewlett Minuteman Press, The Copy Kings on Broadway in Hewlett, and Total Theater, publishers of the best theater guide around, Performing Arts Insider. Special thanks also to my wife, Joyce, who does everything for me, most of it legal, and of course, thanks to all of you for listening. Keep those ideas and suggestions and criticisms and best wishes coming to me, either by email at davesgoneby at aol.com or snail mail, Box 62, Hewlett, New York, 11557-0062. And most of all this week, thanks to the band His Mighty Robot. Check out their EP, Open Your Mind, at hismightyrobot.com. We're going to go out with the CD version of Birth, the song they did earlier, and we will birth a brand new episode of Dave's Gone By next Thursday, April 7th, 2005. Until then, don't miss your days going by. This is Dave Lefkowitz. Good night. May all your robots be mighty and gone by. Oh my